Patriots Monday and Friday. 93.7 WEIFM. HD1, Lawrence, Boston. We're always live on the free Odyssey app. Final half hour of the Rich Keefe Show here on WEEI. Taking up until Thursday night football. Week 10 in the NFL kicks off. Of course, Patriots are in Germany. They might already be there, right? I think they, I mean, they flew out today. They got to be over there right now where it is what? 12 o'clock? 1 o'clock? Somewhere along those lines. All I know is a 9.30 kickoff on Sunday morning. So you get to get up, enjoy that Patriots game nice and uh, early on the NFL Network. And then go about your day. Have yourself a day after that. Before we get to the uh, the Pats and the Colts, our guy Justin Turpin, who covers the uh, Celtics for us here at WEI.com, he just tweeted out the look at the Celtics in-season tournament court that's going to debut tomorrow. So the old in-season tournament, we talked about some of the rules last week and uh, trying to make sense of it, I guess, at all. But one thing that they're doing is every time there's an in-season tournament game, and that's I'm calling it the in-season tournament because that's what they're calling it the in-season tournament and they wear the city uniforms and they change the court. So a lot of green, you're going to see a lot of green Stiz, What do you think of that? Pop that up on uh, at rich Keefe show. We retweeted it out there. It's going to have the new looking garden floor tomorrow for the in-season tournament. If it's anything like the jerseys, <laughs> yeah, I know. I don't, I don't love it. I, uh, I already told you I'm not wild about change. I don't really understand the purpose or the porpoise for an in-season tournament. But then again, I mean, I guess you sell a couple more jerseys. That's what they're looking for. The players are going to make money. If you win this, you make a little bit more money. So I guess there's that. But as a fan, I don't know how you give a rat's ass about an in-season tournament. It means nothing. You see these courts? Yeah. What do you think? It's a lot of green, a lot of dark green. A lot of dark green. It's going to catch. The eye's going to pop. So you have like the, the wood color kind of like a like a um, like a line down the middle, kind of. And then, oh, yeah, up on the Twitch chat. That's nice job by Zeke. Up on the Twitch chat right now, if you're watching us on Twitch, you can see the court. Uh, so you got, like, the trophy, which I think is, like, the NBA Cup is what they're calling it, in the middle. Then it says Boston, and then it's just, like, a ton of green. Because last week when they did it, there were some courts that kind of popped out a little bit more with, like, a lot of color. Others really didn't. Like, the Bucks didn't have a lot of color. This one's going to stand out. Like when you watch it on TV, you're like, what's up with this? And then they're going to be like, that's oh, the in-season tournament. They're playing in-season tournament right now. But they just need a win regardless of uh, how they do it, when they do it, or, or why they do it. All right, as for the New England Patriots, who are cruising right now at 2-7, and seven, one of the worst teams in the league, they're currently scheduled to pick fifth in the NFL draft, but they could screw it up. They could screw it up if they steal a few wins the rest of the way. And the Indianapolis Colts aren't very good. Like, it's not a great team, but we said that last week about Washington, said it two weeks ago about Las Vegas. I still don't think New Orleans is very good. They just have a really nice schedule for them. And uh, people were tweeting about that the other day. They play all, like, bum quarterbacks the rest of the way. So they get a nice run there. But Patriots-Colts, the last game before the bye week, and they could either go in at 3-7 and seven or 2-8. and eight. And my God, a ten, through 10 games, they could be two and eight. They're currently a uh, point and a half underdogs in this one. And no Trent Brown. 
So we learned today that Trent Brown will not be playing this week. No J.C. Jackson, of course, sort of a different situation going on with J.C. Jackson, and no Devontae Parker, which to me, you know, kind of addition by subtraction. Hopefully we get Kayshawn Booty. I don't know if we will. Don't want to even – I don't want to talk about it. I think if we talk about it, there's a chance that it doesn't happen. If we put it out there, maybe word will get back to Bill that Booty was telling people again that he was going to play, and then boom, he's going to be a scratch again. So I'm hoping we see Kayshawn Booty. Which also kind of sums up the Patriots season. If we're being honest with ourselves, you're like, oh, how's the season going? Well, we're spending time hoping that Kayshawn Booty plays. Season's not going great. Six-round pick who played week one, who twice couldn't get his feet in bounds for, like, these massive potential plays. And we're like, God, if we could only see him. If he, if he goes out there, like, sky's the limit. It's like, no. You just want something to root for for the future of the team. I think for the president of the team, everybody has waved the white flag. Is anybody, I don't think anybody is like, well, now, hold on, catch a couple breaks here. You win this one. You no, no, no. Nobody's doing that. And also it, it, it kind of pains me to say it, but they are so much better off just losing out. Cause I always look to, once you get to the draft, how outrageous it is to move up a few picks. Like there'll be like decent enough players Players, established players, will get traded around for third-round picks, occasionally second. You know, obviously first if you're talking about like a Tyree Killer and A.J. Brown. But plenty of guys will go for a two, three, four, five. But if you want to move up like four spots, it's going to cost you an arm and a leg. You want to move up from 10 to 5 or 5 to 2, you're talking about you're flipping that pick, you're trading another first, another second, maybe a player. You're trading all that stuff just to move up into the draft. So you just lose a few more games during the regular season, and then you're picking really high in the draft. If you don't like anybody there, like who knows, like how this whole process plays out. Hopefully it's not Bill making that pick, but even if it is Bill, like, all right, you have such a, it'd be the highest he's ever picked in the draft, right? Richard Seymour was sixth. So they've never been up there. They've never been in the top five. Uh, in a long time. What do you got to go back to the blood? So probably Willie, whatever it was, it was, it was a while ago, right? You're talking mid nineties since they were picking early to mid nineties. when they're picking in the top five. That's what they could be picking this year, but they could screw it up. They could lose to the Colts. And I think wouldn't you, you'd feel terrible if they ended up winning this game. It's so strange, especially because there's so many games left. It's a lot easier to kind of wrap your mind around, you know, two games left. If they lose these two, here's where they pick. But to just wish away the rest of the final two months of the season, that is kind of, that is tough. And I also, and I brought this up with Hart yesterday. I just feel, or uh, with Fitzy yesterday, I feel like there isn't at this point a tremendous amount of pressure on Bill Belichick or Mac Jones. I feel like they're kind of dug in and or stuck with both. Nobody's really given me a compelling case to move on from Belichick right now. I don't know how that helps. I don't know. I mean, you, you kept him here for the trade deadline. You're already, you know, paying him a ton of money. Uh, and you might have to eat some of that money in the offseason when ideally it would be a lot easier to move on. But if you if you fire him now, kind of uh, useless, really useless. If you move on from Mac Jones right now, or by moving on, I mean, if you bench him, then, like, who are you going to? They don't like Bailey Zappi. They've, they've told us so many different ways that they don't like Bailey Zappi. 
I don't think Will Greer's ready to go. It doesn't feel like Will Greer is ready to go. Malik Cunningham, what a weird experiment that was. We saw him for a hot second. Then he was back down again in the in the whole thing. But now he's on the roster. He's on the practice squad. So I feel like it's Mac Jones. If they fall to 2-8 and eight and Mac Jones struggles, but let's say it's not as bad as Dallas or New Orleans, but it's just another kind of eh game, like Washington. Some of it's his fault. Some of it's the receiver's fault. Some of it's the, the offensive line's fault. I think you have the bye week. And then in two weeks when they take on the New York Jets, it's Bill Belichick on the sideline, and it's Mac Jones, a quarterback. And it's almost like they're just resigned to the fact that this is what it's going to be. And as someone who's rooting for the highest draft pick possible, like, fine, just keep Mac Jones out there. That's fine. Like, keep this com- like this combination out there doesn't seem to be one that is uh, going to be coming up with a lot of wins. That, that commander's team is not only is the, that commander's team not very good, they're, they waved the white flag more than anybody else at the trade deadline. And they're like, Montez Sweat, Chase Young, boom, see you later to both of them. They're going to just stick with their young quarterback. They're, they're going with Sam Howell the rest of the year, who was drafted in the fifth round a year after Mac Jones, and he seems to be all right. Now, I wouldn't, I wouldn't rush out and uh, sign him to a long-term deal or anything like that, but uh, he at least looks like he can make a few plays out there. And, yeah, you got Terry McLaurin. You got one really, really good receiver. Maybe Dotson could be okay. But whatever, like, that's not that's not a very good team. And if it wasn't for a couple of their turnovers, I mean, that, that game would have been a lot more lopsided than it was. So now, like, they're in this spot at 2-7. and seven. It, it makes no sense to, if they win three or four games and then they pick a ninth, then what? Like, what's, where's the upside there? What do you do? You just... Oh, we'll take uh, we'll probably, at that point. They'll probably trade down, just get more picks, or you're taking the best player available, who is not a quarterback, who's not a wide receiver. I've also this week my big uh, I don't know if it's an epiphany, but my my strong stance now on the week is I want the Patriots to draft Marvin Harrison, uh, the wide receiver from Ohio State. I think he is the most surefire guy. It's a position that they have just really, really struggled with identifying. So grab him and whatever quarterback you get, maybe you get a quarterback in the second round, maybe you get a free agent quarterback, whatever. I don't want it to be Mac Jones. Whoever you get, I think that guy is going to just be so much better and have a a legitimate chance with someone like Harrison who you can just throw the ball to, throw it up to him. He'll make plays, run after the catch, the whole thing. All like the borderline quarterbacks that have a guy like that look really good. The ones that don't, don't. Pretty simple formula. But if they don't do that, then I think you're just going to be chasing your tail again for, for a long time. All right, we're on until 7.30 tonight because we have Thursday night football. It's uh, week 10 kicking off Bears and Panthers. You can uh, dive in at 617-779-7937. Paulo's in Brockton. He's up next. What's going on, Paulo? Hey, how you doing, man? Hey, Good. hey uh, think about this. What if uh, the Patriots fire Bill O'Brien for doing such a lousy job and bring back Josh McDaniels because he did a great job with Matt Jones yeah, I don't know. I mean, you just got Bill O'Brien in here, and thanks for the call, Paulo. I mean, McDaniels did a better job with Mac Jones than Bill O'Brien currently has. Um, but this offensive line has been really bad. The The receivers have been really bad. And I also, when you really look at the Mac Jones season, I feel like it was a couple of games where they where the team dominated. They scored 54 against the Jets. They scored 50 against Jacksonville kind of weighted some of the overall numbers. 
they had some success early, and they had uh, – I'm sorry, they had success in the middle of the season. Not early, not late. And I'm not rushing to bring Josh McDaniels in. He just brought in Bill O'Brien. I don't love Bill O'Brien, but I also don't point to him and say, there it is, there's the problem. If Matt Patricia and Joe Judge were still here and somehow were given a second year, then yes, then you'd be slamming on the table and be like, get McDaniels in here immediately. McDaniels is a disaster of a head coach. In fact, Bill O'Brien, a better head coach than McDaniels, but McDaniels definitely a better uh, coordinator, it feels like, than than Bill O'Brien. Yeah, but in season, I'm not doing that. And then, and also for what? Like, I guess going back to my draft pick point, to Paulo would be, let's say McDaniels is better, and you get a little bit of a spark, and then you win two extra games. Kind of blows up in your face. The kind of, That might end up being the, the worst possible thing that you could do. So I would just let this thing ride out the way that it is the rest of the season. Uh, I think the guys, uh, Hart and Fitzy on Six Rings, were talking about uh, their motto was like, no, it's like we're not tanking, we just stink. And that's kind of what this is. There are some teams that are pretty bad, like the Colts this week, the Giants after the bye. I also don't think Pittsburgh's very good. But, I mean, Chargers, Chiefs, at Broncos, uh, Buffalo, and the Jets, you probably don't really need to even try to lose those games. Like, I think you're going to lose, especially if Aaron Rodgers is back in that in that Jets game. There, I mean, them losing out is a true, real possibility. They could go 2-15. and 15. And at that point, if you're not picking second, I don't know what. Carolina's got, well, Carolina and Arizona, I guess, are the teams that we got to kind of worry about here because they're horrible. Now, Kyler Murray's coming back, and I know a lot of you guys don't like Kyler Murray, but he could maybe grab him a win, possibly. So right now, Arizona's 1-8. and eight. Uh, Carolina's 1-7. and seven. Chicago's 2-7. and seven. And they play tonight right here on WEI. And then the Giants are two and seven, and the Patriots are two and seven. So those are the five worst teams in the league right now. All right, get back to your phone calls. We will uh, wrap up the show, talk more Pats, Colts as well. Uh, but right now, here is Stiz with What's Trending. Now, here's What's Trending on WEEI. Here is What's Trending brought to you by Cars for Kids. After a two game road trip, the Bruins home tonight at the TD Garden, hosting the Islanders. Puck dropped about 10 minutes ago at 7 o'clock. After missing the last three games due to injury, Derek Forbore is probable to be back in the lineup tonight. Both Milan Lucic and Matt Grizzlick were taking part in this morning's morning skate as they begin to progress toward a return. Lucic hasn't played since October 21st, while Grizzlick has been out the last three games. And after having his suspension upheld by the NHL commissioner, Charlie McAvoy is serving his final game of a four-game suspension tonight. Celtics had the chance to bring the game into overtime last night. However, with the missed three-pointer from Kristaps Porzingis, the Celtics lost 103-106 to the Timberwolves. Jalen Brown struggled. He played 36 minutes, had only 11 points and four turnovers. Celtics back at it tomorrow night. They'll host the Brooklyn Nets tip-off at 7.30. Patriots back on the practice field today. They get ready to head to Germany, or they are en route to Germany as we speak. They're taking on the Colts. Kickoff Sunday morning at 9.30 a.m. Today's Patriots injury report released earlier. Trent Brown, J.C. Jackson, and Devontae Parker have been ruled out. A few other players remain questionable. Some of those players include Christian Barmore, Jawan Bentley, and Miles Bryant. Thir- Thursday night football tonight as the 1-7 Panthers in Chicago taking on the 2-7 Bears. Kickoff at 8.15. Don't forget, you can catch that game right here on WEI. Our Westwood One coverage starts in just about 15 minutes at 7.30. 
Don't waste time trying to get rid of your old or broken car. Cars for Kids, the easiest, fastest way to donate your car and get a tax deduction. Go to carsforkids.org today. That's cars with a K. I'm Stiz. That's what's trending now on WEI and WEI.com. More Risky Show coming up. Remember, you can listen to WEI on your smart speaker. Just say, play 93.7 WEI. Now, more of the Rich Keefe Show on WEI. Back here on the Rich Keefe Show, WEI, as we have uh, Thursday Night Football coming your way here at uh, 730. It is the Panthers and the Bears. Big one for the number one pick, although the Panthers, uh, I'm sorry, the Bears own the Panthers pick. So, I mean, kind of a win-win for them. Although it's disappointing that somebody has to win, I guess, in their regard. Good news for the Patriots as, again, somebody has to win. Patriots-Colts Sunday in Germany. 9.30 kickoff here locally. No Trent Brown, no Devontae Parker, no J.C. Jackson. And I feel like each week we're just going to get more drama, more soap opera. You know, yesterday we were talking about how the team... Tuned out the coaches. The team doesn't have any strong leaders. And so I feel like as each week goes by, like normally you get with bad teams. We're just not used to it here. You're going to get more strange stories. So like J.C. Jackson, Jack Jones, missed curfew. And you're like, all right, that's something. You're getting reports out of the uh, stadium that, you know, Mac Jones is rubbing people the wrong way, and coaches are upset with Mac Jones. Kind of like deja vu from last year, although the coaches are different. And it just feels like each week you're going to get something else. Now, Stiz, you were telling me about something before the show about uh, there was a video that may or may not be Bill Belichick that's making the rounds now, too. Yeah, so I was scrolling Twitter this morning, and then all of a sudden I see this video that people are saying is Bill Belichick. Now, it's a ring camera video. All right, so ring cameras, so one of these like right outside the yeah. front door cameras. And it's about 20 seconds long, All right. and it shows what appears to be head coach of the Patriots, Bill Belichick, kind of stumbling out a door okay. in what kind of looks like to be a beach town, and he's like, he has no shirt, he's shirtless, kind of looks a little disheveled, and, okay. and uh, you know, takes a few steps, kind of hobbles down the it's just it's bizarre it's it's bizarre it is bizarre but i would also like we don't there's no there's no confirmation that it's him there's also no time stamp or anything on it right like we don't know when it's from conveniently not on there yeah there's no time stamp also like what is it what does it really matter like i guess anytime uh somebody that you don't typically see like there was a there was a photo of bill buying a sub once and like it went viral and everyone's like oh my god i eat subs like, yeah, eat subs. So I guess just seeing Bill Belichick out in the wild is going to get people to take the photo or yeah. the and the narrative kind of going around is that he's doing the walk of shame. Sure. And, and, and because he looks a little disheveled that he's, you know, Bill has lost it. See, I feel like it's just kind of technology catching up and this sort of there's cameras everywhere now. I do think it's him, though. You do? I do. Where do you fall on? Uh, I mean, it kind of. I mean, it definitely looks like them, but you just never know with like the the way people can take stuff and and yeah. post it. But my point is, uh, let's say for the sake of this argument that it is him. Okay, like you know, like I don't know what the is it like a real gotcha thing? He's not doing anything like illegal by any stretch. We don't know when it takes place. We don't know what's what the the story is. And here's another thing I want to say: yeah. whoever, it's messy. 
Whoever got that footage, yeah, what do you put and then put it on Twitter? What is that? How does that help you? I guess. Yeah, it's just it's messy. I don't I don't like it. It is. It's definitely messy because I mean you would think somebody is either in that or has access to that camera, right? And then they're like, all right, I'm going to clip this and then post it out there. It's short. It's only like 20 seconds. And all right, walks out of the walks out of the house, no shirt. Is that Nantucket? I can't tell. We know he goes to Nantucket. I'm not super familiar, believe it or not, with Nantucket, so I wouldn't, I don't know if that's where that is. But I guess my overall point is like that and like other stuff is just going to continue to come out over the next two months because the team stinks. The the, nobody's bought in. They're going to start playing for themselves. And when you start playing for yourself, you also start like, here's a story off the field. Like, remember that one two weeks ago? Mac Jones's buddy. Said like he's you can't make uh, a good meal out of trash type of thing. Yeah, there's there's gonna be more. There's gonna be more of that stuff. And then they head to Germany. The whole team. Like I heard Jones and Mego talking yeah. about it earlier. Like oh god, it's like you got a chaperone this team. <laughs> yeah, I mean you definitely do. Well, that's why they left someone behind. They're like we're not taking Jason Jackson there. <laughs> like we don't we don't trust ourselves. We don't trust him. So he's gonna stay back. Uh, no Parker. No Brown. So who knows? I just I keep going back to just how much more there is left in the season. It's a season like this where you're like, they don't need 17 games. 17's too many games. I know they want to make money, but 16 was the sweet spot. 16 games. That's what you need. 17 games. My God. January 7th is the final regular season game for the Patriots. That feels like forever. Two, we have two more months, two full months. What, uh, what realistically do you think is their record in the end? What's your prediction? I think it's going to be f- four and thirteen. Oof. I mean, maybe three and th- maybe three and fourteen. So you think they win in Germany? They either win Sunday or the Sunday after the bye. So Colts, Giants, and Pittsburgh. I feel like they win one of or two of three of those. That's my guess. And it's gonna. We're all gonna be pissed off about it. You're gonna see them slide, especially if they lose head to head to the Giants. That's gonna knock them a whole draft pick below them. That's gonna. That's gonna be a killer. Well, how many do you think they win? There's eight left. Yeah, you know, hopefully Colts and Giants, but you know, not no. the Chiefs. But no. but they, no. but it, this team is so bizarre. Like they beat the Bills. It's they did so beat the weird. Bills, which might have more to do with the Bill. Like the Bills are kind of struggling for it right now. I think they're grasping at straws. So yeah, the Bills are, uh, are uh, maybe more of a mess. Uh, and then they beat the J- the Jets, but that was you know their second game without Aaron Rodgers, and that was a Zach Wilson performance for the ages. And the final score that was fifteen to ten. So I mean, the two wins they have are both kind of. I mean, no, I, I the Bills wins a real win. I'll give them that. As a, that's a real win. The Jets win is kind of like what. And they've just been getting pants left, right, and center. So we'll have more on this tomorrow. We're also bringing back the weekend review, so that's exciting. So we'll have a, uh, a three-hour program tomorrow starting at 6. But uh, go nowhere because Thursday Night Football Week 10 kicks off right here on WEI. You have the Carolina Panthers and the Chicago Bears. No Justin Fields. There was hope that Justin Fields would return tonight. He uh, remains out, so you won't see Justin Fields. But we'll, uh, we'll do it again tomorrow. So everybody have a great rest of your Thursday night. Enjoy the football game. Hopefully... Uh, We're both going Bears. I'm going the under as well, so it gives us some rooting interest in that. But uh, until then, we'll talk to you tomorrow at 6.